Welcome everybody back to episode number 16, if you didn't remember. Number 16 of Everything and Anything, and this is your host Russ. And Alexa. And today we kind of have something a little bit special. We know that Valentine's Day is coming up. Woohoo! Right? Valentine's Day, oh yeah! Anyways, um, we thought this would be a perfect episode to talk about relationships, love, and basically everything in between. And don't forget a small disclaimer. All of these are our opinions and basing our own experiences. All right, let's just jump into this head first. Let's just talk about Valentine's Day since it's coming up, right? Let's do it. Do you or have you ever celebrated Valentine's Day, Alexa? I didn't used to celebrate Valentine's Day because in Colombia, there's a day in which we celebrate love and friendship, uh-huh. which is September 14th. Oh, September 14th. What is that? Why? What is that? Like, what's it called? French and Love Day. <laughs> uh, for real. <laughs> Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, when I first came here, I didn't celebrate it, but now I do a little bit more. Yeah. But I feel that those type of days should be for every day. Yeah. Yeah. You can always show appreciation to someone else in a regular basis, not only, you know, when special occasions arise. Uh And you? Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Uh, when I was a young, when I was younger in school, we always had um, Valentine's Day where you know we would buy a whole bunch of Valentine's cards for everybody in class, and we write everybody's names. And then the the most exciting thing about Valentine's Day for me when I was a kid was the candy mm-hmm. because the candy would always accompany the the card. So basically, we had to get. So no one felt left out. They would get, uh, we would buy cards for each person and we would write their names. And my mom would help me out and, you know, writing the names and buying the, the, the cards. And then when we would get to school, we would have a paper bag with our names on it. And then uh, the teacher would say, okay, t- you know, kids, it's time to pass out their, your cards. And then we would go and put the cards in each, each of them. And then um, at the end of the day, we would empty the bag and see what kind of like cards we got and what kind of candy we got and you know i thought that was interesting you know, to, yeah i thought that was interesting to 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 do it that way you know and then um as we grew older uh i don't remember doing it in middle school so i think that's when it stopped and then high school of course you don't do that anymore <laughs> and uh you kind of do your own valentine's day thing so to me um, I never really celebrated Valentine's Day in that way, like in a way where you're, you know, supposed to show um, your significant other, you know, relationship wise or trying to woo someone with flowers or whatever. Um, I was never really into that. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, I can see like, you know, the reasons why people do it. And, you know, like, but I think, um, like you said, it probably should be every day. It shouldn't be just just one day where you profess your love to someone or where, you know, like, oh, okay, Valentine's Day, this is where, you know, I spend time with my significant other. It should be every day. And I know like today, you know, like Valentine's Day was supposed to be special, but it's very commercialized. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, 
a lot of things I see is at the last minute the you know people are buying flowers and it's just like uh, you know if that's it you know then really what's the point the point is just really like spending time with them and you know trying to appreciate them and all of that stuff so to me I don't really celebrate it but I understand why um, people celebrate it so I think uh, you know it is what it is type of deal but I try not to be that super cliche person where I buy with chocolates and uh, flowers and stuff like that because that's not just that's not me I'd rather do something else that's a little bit different than than uh, you know what people expect that's cool good yeah. to know yeah so that's kind of the thing uh, in regards to Valentine's Day but we wanted to touch in, uh, up on a lot more um, a lot more things the first thing was we found an article or not even an article basically a link on the website talking about cliches and so we kind of wanted to about just, love about love so we kind of wanted to just go down that list and kind of you know see what we think about about those cliches so, so the number one cliche that we found in this website that is called the talked taco <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know how to say that. It's T L. The taco. Oh, it says taco. That, that actually why that says taco. I think it is taco. Yeah, am I right? Okay, so oh, taco. Hey, taco. The taco. Taco. The taco. Okay. Is wasn't there another one? Uh, no. I thought I thought we saw another one. Uh, it was the first one. Remember? Yeah, it wasn't that one. Okay, we're just trying to see. That one, the first one. It was the very first one. What's the name of the website? Bold. Okay, so. Yeah. The number one cliche is, it's better to have loved and lo love. What the heck? Sorry. It's better to have love and lost than never to have love at all. What do you think about this? Uh, I kind of, I kind of agree with this one. Like... Um, and all pa remembering all the past relationships for myself, even though, you know, like this, a lot of them didn't work. Uh, a lot of them? <laughs> or most of them. Yeah, most of them didn't work. Um, from my perspective, I, I don't have any regrets because I've learned from them. And, you know, loving someone and knowing that uh, I think it's a good thing. You know, it, it helps you become a better person. So for me, um, learning from all those mistakes and loving them at the same time and losing it is, uh, as I think is, I think is totally good. I think it's fine. What do you, what do you think about it? I mean, I agree, <clears throat> but I think if I had the chance of kind of forgetting some of those, I would appreciate that too. Yeah. Because some of the things I, I just you know rather not to think about. <clears throat> so you believe in like you should do it's good to love someone even though you're gonna lose them mm, I don't know like I wish you know I wish you have you didn't have to lose anyone yeah but yeah but I mean this this it's saying like is, half and a half yeah well this saying is like would you is saying you would rather love someone than lose someone and then never love at all. Which would you rather have? Would you never love at all? Saying like, oh, I'm not going to love anyone. Or would you at least want to love someone and you're okay, going to lose fine. them? Okay, fine. At least love someone and lose them then. 
Okay, well, I mean, I'm just saying if it's for you or not, you know. It could be, you know, some people could look at it and be like, I'd rather not love at all. I'd rather not feel the pain of, of losing someone, which is totally fine, too, for me. Okay, let's continue. Uh, number two is absence makes the heart grow fonder. I'm going to have to agree with this one, too, um, even though it is a cliche. Um, when you're spending so much time with someone, you, just like anything else, you kind of take the you kind of take it for granted you kind of take the situation for granted or the person for granted and um you don't have that that passion as much and absence can mean anything it could mean like you're taking a day away from them or like you're taking a small vacation somewhere you're hanging out with other friends for a few hours something like that that will help you i think uh, in regards to helping your relationship out because you know, like you, you're thinking about that other person. Um, you're making sure that they're okay, but then you're kind of doing your own thing. So I, I mean, I'm not talking about absence like years and years, because sometimes you know that could be that, that could, could be as an well. scenario too. When, for example, people have like long distance relationships, and yes. that's another different yeah, scenario. That, too. Yeah, I think that's a little bit <clears> harder. So it, it depends on like how long the the period of time is, because if it's too long then you know you could get to a situation where like am i ever going to see this person again should i move on did you ever were you ever in a scenario like that when uh, you said would i ever see this person again uh like a long distance relationship mm -hmm. um yeah i guess so you know i was in a, a long distance relationship but i guess depending on what what do you mean long distance if you're not in the same state or not in the same city mm -hmm. or you're not at least not you're not seeing that person but yes And, uh, you know, as time moves on, like with long distance relationships, I think it's really hard. I'm not saying you can't do it, but I think it is really hard because it's you have to find ways to kind of kindle your relationship with each other. And uh, the number one, I mean, number one thing, and we'll go to this, our top three, but the number one thing, you know, one of the uh, things for relationships is trust. Uh, being in a long distance relationship, you have to trust the other person. And if you don't have that, it's not going to work. But we can def definitely dive deeper into, you know, that a little bit later. But um, how about you? What do you think? I think I agree with this. Uh, like before, you know, I think when you when you don't see that person that often, like it really makes you think about them a little more. Yeah. Uh, and in terms of the long, the long distance relationship, yeah, I, I have experienced that before in the past. Yeah. And it didn't go very well because it was very difficult. Yeah. What was like the most difficult part for you? Just to be able to communicate with the other person, you know, just finding the time, you know, and what makes like no conversation will replace like just being face to face to someone you know right right and it's kind of hard to catch up someone in your life just like through the phone you know like yeah you know but i mean if you want to you can do it too yeah 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 i think like a, a part of relationship uh, for a lot of people not for everybody not saying everybody but it's that physical is being there physically 
and you know a lot of people need that so it's kind of hard when you're long distance it's like what do you do to keep that that physicality you know that that physical bond and it's hard i'm not saying it's easy long distance relationships i think is one of the hardest ones uh, to Mm -hmm. go through uh, because you really love that person but you don't you're not able to see them you're not be able to be with them physically and i really commend the people that can do it so Mm-hmm. Yeah. because like for example it's very different to have a long distance for like a couple of months you know here and there but like when you're talking about years yeah it's totally different yeah 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 you definitely have to big thing is trust and you have to keep focus on, on will you ever see that person again type of deal so mm-hmm. yeah okay so we're gonna move number three to the next one which yep, is number three Time heals all wounds. What do you think? I yes, yes. I I, I agree that time heals all wounds, uh, but it will leave a scar. <laughs> which so I also believe, Yeah, no. I mean, it, they will heal, but you will have a scar, oh. and the scar is 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 to remind you of that of that time period, and of uh, what it meant to you whether it's good or bad, you know, like I think all relationships, whether good or bad, will teach you something and you will have that memory with you, you know, for the rest of your life. But I do agree that time heals the wound. You will move on. Um, I thought in some of my relationships, I thought I would never move on. I thought I was trapped, you know, in, in this same relationship, you know, over and over again. But once it ended, I knew that I had to move on and I did. And it, um, honestly, it felt good. It felt good to move on and to experience new things, and it, it taught me a lesson. So, yeah, I, I agree with Time Heals All Wounds. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's good. How about you? So, first of all, I didn't know Tom will heal anything. I thought he was only going to the doctor. No, it's good. <laughs> yeah? Um, yeah, I thought I, would, I wouldn't be able to live without certain people and uh here i am um they leave a scar yeah uh which i have banded on (laughs) yeah yeah it's 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 i think it's great to look back and realize like that you're like at the other end of you know the relationship so it's 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 great to know that you were able to move to move on yeah and you understand the reason why yeah you know so yeah yeah agree mm-hmm okay next one is there are plenty of fish in the sea you want to take this first mm-hmm yeah I agree too and I didn't like fish before but I like it now <laughs> yeah yeah salmon i think it's that's always a good um you know just as you find those other relationships that you were in before i'm sure that you will be able to find someone else if if you break up with your current with your current um you know partner so there's nothing to worry about honestly of course it takes time to have that special connection with someone but like, I'm sure there should be someone else out there for you. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I agree there are plenty of fish in the sea. I definitely agree with that. Uh, I mean, there are, what, over 6 billion people in the world. So that's a lot of fish. That's a lot of fish. So, you know, just because you break up with one doesn't mean that there's not, not another one you can you can uh, fish for. So I, I agree with that one, too, even though that's that's a I old use cliche. Very, very old use I cliche. I don't even know how to fish, but... Yeah, we will figure it um, out when you. Yeah, I'll teach you how to fish. You know, get that reel and you know, get some fishing bait. You know, <laughs> get those worms out. <laughs> we can definitely do that. Okay, next love comes when you least expect it. Uh, yes, I agree with this one as well. Sometimes when you're not looking for it, it just kind of pats you on the butt a little bit and be like, here, here you go. But like, well, okay, I definitely did not expect this. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like when you, a lot of times when you're looking for love, you know, it's uh, you're finding it all the wrong places. But when you're not looking for love, it'll just kind of, you know, jump on your lap and be like, oh, here I am. So I agree with that. So I think this is more just about perspective. Like, you know, sometimes you are willing to be open to meet other people so it's not just like happens you know out of anywhere unless you were trying to put yourself into that situation you know right so it's just like it depends you know yeah okay number six love is blind uh i honestly don't understand this one i don't understand it either um maybe that you can like let anything go because you love someone yeah if that is the case then i don't agree with it um i don't think love is blind i think love maybe dev <laughs> <laughs> i think love is is more about um understanding the person and, and about actually acknowledging all those yeah, things. Yeah, acknowledging that make their faults and everything. Their imperfections. Like, yeah. Hey, you know what? You, I know you have this. I yeah. know you are annoying. Yeah. Yet, I still love you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I don't. I think love is blind. I think that's, I don't know where that came from. I think it's stupid, so. Mm-hmm. How about you? Same? Yeah. How about, uh, it was love at first sight so this is one of the questions we were going to ask um do you believe in love at first sight and to this question i actually say no i don't believe in love at first sight i believe in puppy love at first sight where you're so like oh man you know or look at this person you know like this person is so cute blah 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 like i'm so in love or i feel so in love i don't believe that at all i don't believe in love at first sight I believe in love. Uh, um, I believe that love is something that you have to work for. I believe that love is something you have to put your energy into it. So I don't believe that there is love at first sight. And I just, I feel like it's just puppy love. I mm -hmm. feel like a lot of people that I've seen, and um, including myself, I fall for someone at first sight, but then I realize that that person wasn't that person wasn't for me or whatnot. So. No, I, I don't believe this at all. I don't believe that love at first sight. I don't believe it either. Um, you may feel some like a strong connection to someone when you see them. Like you can tell. But love, I don't think so. I think that would, that just like a 
a sign that you can move on into something else and may develop into a loving relationship but not necessarily like straight up the out of you know straight up love yeah uh, you can think someone is cute at, at first sight for sure but yeah attraction at first sight yeah that that's something different but love i i don't think so you know and you may think you, you may put yourself into this situation that you that you're gonna love that person just because he's so attractive but uh that's a different story yeah um uh eight uh, love is patient um i strongly believe in this one you have to be patient love is a slow burn it's uh you know when you're lighting a candle and the candle smells really good and you just keep lighting it and it just the aroma fills the room. I feel like that's what love is. Like it's just a slow burn like a candle. And uh, it's very patient. You have to be patient with the other person. They have to be patient with you. Love is not this fast, you know, continuing thing. It's, it's, um, it's yeah, like it's a slow burn. So I, I believe in love is very patient, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't think love, love is patient. I think the people, people that are in relationships are patient, mm. you know. And everyone has, like, different limits and boundaries that that they need to, you know, have. So it's, it's different. Right. Uh, so number nine, love. Uh, it's kind. Love means never having to say sorry. Honestly... I don't get this one. I'm going to have to say no to this one. I totally disagree with this one. I I feel like for this one, you you should be saying sorry. There should be a lot of apologies in your relationship. You know, you should apologize when you mess up. You know, you should not do the actions again or, or whatever that is. I don't understand never having to say sorry. What does that even mean? You know, I love my mom. I'm going to say sorry to her when I do something wrong. You know, um, I love my family. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna say sorry when I do something wrong. This is just stupid. I don't understand this mm-hmm. one. I I agree with that. Like every time that you do something wrong, you, of course, you should apologize. Plus, it's gonna be an ongoing. Sorry throughout the relationship, and and you better start from the beginning. Exactly. Exactly. Number ten, love is kind, and this speaks for itself. Of course, love is kind. So I but that doesn't mean like take my kind kindness for weakness. Oh you no know, no yeah that's true too. Yeah yeah for sure. For okay sure, yeah. don't like take advantage. <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah, I understand that part yeah, uh, but yes love is kind I agree with that one, and then uh, the next one is if you can't love me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best, and this that's right that's right up my alley. <laughs> go ahead you can say more about it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I can be an adorable little duck lady, but when I'm good, but when I'm, I, I am in bad, uh, my bad days, I'm not, I'm not very good, so I would appreciate if that person sticks around. Yeah, no, I agree, I agree with this 100%. You have to love them no matter what their worst their best all of that stuff and you will find 
you know, you'll, uh, you'll see that person for who they truly are when you're at your worst. Like, can they be there for you when you're there? If they're not, then peace, you know, out, you know, so I, I agree with this one. So, yeah, so that it wraps up the article. If you want to, well, we're going to leave a link into the, the website. If you want to go and see all of the cliches, then you can go read that. But, yeah, but we... Um, that's all we wanted to say for this one. Yeah, I'm good. sure. I'm sure you guys know about more cliches, uh, but we just wanted to highlight these things that that are just like a small reminder for us. Like, yeah, what do we want to really strive for in our relationships? You know, even if it's not a romantic relationship, I think that's all that this applies to. You know, any kind of like other relationships as well so you know just i guess just you know be yourself and and try to be you know kind to others i guess so yeah if you have any other cliches just let us know as well so we're always interested in hearing more cliches so this is a great place to segment into the next topic which is what we think is the three must-haves to be in a successful relationship and I think this would be great to kind of dive into a little bit. Uh, do you want to start off or do you want me to start off? You can start. Okay, so for me specifically, the top, the number one I think um, that you need to have in a relationship is communication. I think communication is super important no matter if you're in a loving relationship or if you're in a platonic relationship or if you're in a relationship with your family. Um, it goes on and on to have a, a good um, relationship with someone you have to communicate with them I think that's number one you need to communicate your issues uh, the problems that you have the good uh, the good things as well and make sure that both of you are on the same page because if you have miscommunication or you don't communicate at all then that's where things get um, uh, get things things get a little bit crazy and you know, people, you know, misinterpret things and all, all of these things. And I've seen this in the past with my relationships. I've seen this um, in other people's relationships that they, they stop communicating with each other. And then once they stop communicating with each other, that's that's about it. You know, you don't communicate how you feel or nothing like that. So, you know, it's very, very important to have that and uh, to continue, you know, striving to have better communication. I, I'm still working at it. I'm still better trying to get better at communicating and trying to, you know, get stronger at it. Number two is trust. If you don't have trust, you don't have anything. You got to trust your partner. You have to trust, you know, what they're doing and they have to trust you. Um, trust is such a huge factor in past relationships that I've had and the relationships that I've seen that the, the relationships that don't work out is they, they stop trusting each other. You know, like you, you got to get out of your mind that, oh, yeah, this person's going to, you know, cheat on you or they're they haven't responded to you right away because what are they doing? Blah, blah, blah. And it breeds jealousy and all of that. And you can't have that. you got to have trust and having trust. You communicate with them. You'd be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what, you know, is going on. You have to have trust. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And then number three, also important is you need to be independent. You need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're able to um, just do everything by yourself and make sure that you can do that before you get into a relationship. 
because you don't want to depend on the other person, um, you know, for things in regards to that. You want to make sure you're self-reliant. You want to make sure, you know, that you have love for yourself and you just, um, and you're independent, you know, because you need, because you're not going to be with that person 24-7. What happens if you leave that person? What happens if, you know, um, uh, that person passes away or something? What's going to happen to you? You need to make sure that you're independent. You need to make sure that you're able to take care of yourself if any of those things happen and you definitely don't rely, want to wholly rely on someone because um, that can like breed, uh, uh, you know, passive aggressiveness. Um, they could be like, you know, I do everything for you and what do you do, you know, type of deal. And that has to deal with the second part of it. The first part was independence and that second part of this um, is equality. You want to be try to be as equal as possible in participating and building the relationship um, emotionally, physically, and, and financially. You know, I'm not saying that everyone should be equal in regards to making the same amount of money or, or whatnot, but making sure that both of you are taken care of and that you're both put in um, the same amount of energy. Um, otherwise, like I said, one of the partners will be like, well, I do this, I do this. Well, I mean, what about you type of deal? And then that's, that doesn't help either. So having equality as much as possible, taking care of each other and being independent. And my last kind of runner up is to have your own circle of friends or family or other side that you talk to that is separate from really from what your, um, your partner hangs out with because you need that other side you know, to kind of just like relax and just hang out and, and kind of be yourself. You you really want to have that because uh, otherwise, it's, you know, it's just you and your partner and it's sometimes it's just too much and it's always good to have kind of a fallback and to, to lean on other friends and stuff like that. So I say to have your own type of circle of friends as well. So those are, those are my kind of top three um, to make it a more successful relationship. Even if you follow all these three, to me, it might not work out. You might have fallen out of love, and that's okay. You know, you kind of move on to something else. But at the same time, if you follow these three, um, um, these three things, I think even if you do fall out of love, like you won't um, be so. If something happens, you won't hurt as much, and you'll move on uh, much easier as well. So those are my top three. How about yours? So for me, the I think there's no such thing as the three of the two of the one advice that works for everyone. I think everyone should take these things, um, you know, uh, relative, you know, uh, like depending on how their life and their situation is. Um, so I, I, I don't like to have like general stuff that I follow through, I think. You know, everyone is different, and if something makes someone happy, you, you know, that should be okay. Um, so, but but I think in the in terms of love, the first thing that I would say is the, I mean the like very um, relevant is uh, self love. I feel that more than than anyone getting into a relationship is first of all building yourself up as a person as a human with your drive and you know taking care of your health um and just building up yourself to success and uh, just be happy with yourself too that would just like be a great um kind of like underlying for any re relationship 
you wouldn't have any problems, you know, with trust or any of that because you are confident enough and you know you're worth it. Um, and the second one is the understanding because, you know, we should know the differences are going to be there no matter what. So it's important to always keep, um, like, an open mind and an open heart and be able to just work through anything that happens and the third one is compromise i think that's that just like go like 50 50 um and just being able to give um equally in into the relationship and j just know that that you need to be able to also communicate with that person if something is not working yeah yeah i think i think uh, our top three kind of connect with each other in some way you know and, and everything so you know i think those are good as well you know understanding self-love especially self-love you know having the love for yourself and making sure that um, you love yourself before you're able to love someone else and make sure that you know uh, that happens so i think that's a good good those are good ones for sure so we are, we're moving on to the next part where there's uh, some questions that you know people ask all the time. So we kind of wanted to delve in a little bit deeper on what we think in regards to those type of questions. So you can, uh, what was the first question? Uh, the first question is, do you believe in love at first sight? You want to answer that first? Yes. I don't believe in love at first sight. I think that the first sight is more like a type of attraction and some type of sync that happens between two human beings or one human being and one puppy <laughs> or a Happy kitten. Enough. Yeah. But it, it's not really love, you know, like it's just attraction. I mean, the connection can exist. I would not, I wouldn't say no, but it's not love. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And this was um, to the first part of our podcast. Uh, I don't believe in love at first sight. I, I believe that there's attraction at first sight or puppy love at first sight. But I believe that love has to be earned. Like you have to earn someone's love. And um, just, yeah, love at first sight. I, I honestly don't believe that. I've all, I In the beginning, you know, I always thought, yeah, it is love at first sight. Oh, yeah, I love this person. And then I thought about, no, not really. Oh, yeah, I love this person. No, I don't think really. So, no, I, I honestly don't think that there is love at first sight as well. Uh, the next one is what did your first relationship teach you? So my first relationship taught me that I needed to believe and that I needed to be genuine uh, with the world and be open to anything and to try many things. Many things? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. From, you need to be more adventurous. Right, right. In a, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's always you want to be adventurous and you want to, you know, uh, try new things. For myself, I think the one thing I learned was trust. Uh, my, my, my first relationship, there was a lot of trust issues and... You know, whether it was me trusting that person or that person trusting me, you know, it's uh, it's a work in progress. And the first relationship is, you know, you're trying to figure out yourself what who you really are. And um, I, I'm 
learning that and I, I continue to learn about it and uh, I, I want to be better at it as well. So the first one taught me a lot about trust. And, and, and if you don't have that, like I said, you don't really have anything. Okay, the next one is what does love mean to you? So, Which I, I really don't know an answer for that. Yeah, yeah, this one for me, is, it was kind of hard as well. I, I was trying to figure out what does love mean to me. I think to the core, love, like I said, um, I, I don't use the word very, like, just I just throw it out there. Like, oh, I love you, I love you. I don't, I don't say it unless I really mean it. Um, I, I feel like it's such a precious word. Some people overuse it all the time. And to me, love is about being there for people in their worst of times. And when I say that, it's because you really know who they are. You really know who the people are that re you know really care for you, really love you when you're not doing well, when you're not feeling well. Because people can be there for you, you know, during the best of times, they could be there for you, you know, on your, your, your birthday and you're exciting and all of that. But how about your worst of times? You know, I remember back in, in, in college when I threw a lot of parties, everyone was all so excited. Like, yeah, you know, this is awesome. You, you know, you guys are doing awesome. But afterwards, how about the cleanup? Not many people stayed for the cleanup. And those, those people that did stay for the cleanup, I, you know, those are the ones that I, I, I truly, you know, um, honor and just like, you know, know, like, you know, what they really mean to me. So, yeah, for me, it's like being there at the worst of times. That's what kind of what love means to me. I think love for me is just actions. Actions. Mm -hmm. More than words. You can say that you love someone, but if you don't show them that you love them, then it's not worth it. <laughs> That's true. No, that is, that, that, that is very true. You know, actions... You know, the saying, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree if with you. If you make them feel special and uh, discourage them um, every single time for something they tell you. Right, right. That they are going through. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's good to note. That is definitely good to note. Uh, the next question, should you have multiple relationships before you settle down? What do you think? For me... I'm going to have to say yes on this one. Um, I think it's very pertinent to uh, explore as many relationships as possible. Not in regards to like having multiple relationships at the same time, but having multiple relationships with different people, uh, whether it's short or long or, or whatever. But you need something to compare to. Because how, how do you know like you're, uh, the first person you meet is really truly the one? You need to have a, another person to kind of compare to of like, oh, yeah, if this person is the one or not. Because on, on honesty, if that person was really meant for you, they you will see them again. You will meet them again and you will, you know, fall in love again or whatever the case may be. So to me is um, I didn't know who I was when I you know had the first relationship and I needed to explore more relationships until I figured out who I really was. So yes, I agree that you do need multiple relationships um, before you even try to settle down. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good to to see what each of those potential relationship relationships can teach you, and also like what you can learn about yourself in each of them too. 
So, but I mean, it shouldn't be like a, you know, like a normal thing. I mean, if you have the the chance of having many relationships, is good. But like, you don't have to. Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> to be but, honest. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it would be makes... great, but if, like, if you feel that you want to settle down with someone that you just met, well, why not? I, uh, so this is, that's why I'm saying that I don't agree with that. I, I, I'm saying that you should have multiple relationships. I'm not saying like you should have like 20 or 30, but you know, more than one, you know, two or three or four. So to, to understand like how you are with, with another person and you, there, there's a way to compare that. If you only have one person, how do you know for the rest of your life that that's the person, you know, um, especially at this day and age when you're able to meet basically anyone around the world maybe back then you know back then uh when we didn't have the instant communication and all of that stuff yeah you you can meet that person in the village you know and that that's your only one because you're not gonna be able to travel very far and and meet someone else but this day and age i feel like you should um, meet multiple people um to see who you really are and to understand like who, who you really are as a person and how you deal with relationships. So that's why I'm saying for me, I feel like you should, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Yeah. So, um, though, so the next question is, uh, do you, do you have to marry? And if you do like, uh, when should you get married? Um, do you want to go tackle that one? Yeah. I think you don't have to get married. Um, if you feel that just having a relationship with someone is special enough for you and your partner, then that would be enough. Otherwise, you know, if you, if you, you don't have to let the voice of other people be stronger than what you feel. Um, you don't have to get married. Yeah. And, uh, and if you do, uh, how long or? No, there's not how long, how many. There's not. You love someone. And if you feel happy, that should be good enough. That will tell you the time. Yeah. The day. Uh-huh. Is it sunny or rainy? <laughs> right, right. Um, so to me... Uh, this subject, you know, it's always, uh, people always bring it up, you know, should you get married? When should you get married? Um, I'm not married yet. You know, what's wrong with me? All of that stuff. Society teaches us that, you know, like, um, you know, if you, if you don't get married or something like that, it might be wrong or whatever. Uh, what I say is that, um, like Alexa said before, um, I don't think you should get married. If you, you don't have to get married. You can be in a successful relationship without getting married. I feel like uh, I've seen relationships like that before where they've been together for, uh, for forever and they, they don't get married and this, you know, and they live very happy and all of that stuff. You know, to me, sometimes marriage is, um, you know, like society just tells you, you got, you have to do it to move on to the next step. I don't agree with that. Um, you know, uh, and likewise, it's not, I'm not saying that, you know, uh, people should marry or not marry. But what I'm saying is that people live successful relationships without getting married. And you do not have to get married. Um, in terms of uh, how long, I to me, 
I would say, what's the rush? Especially when you're younger, you there's no reason to rush into getting married. There, there honestly, there's no reason at all, you know, to to do that. You know, you can have a successful relationship, and um, uh, be in the phase of of just you know going out and trying to, you know, uh, find each other out. Especially like you know when you're if you live with each other or whatnot, you will see what their worst is. You will know who a person is through their worst. And if you can go through that, if you can figure out, you know, what their worst is, then, you know, you can um, figure out if you really want to take the next step. But otherwise, there is, honestly, there is no rush, you know. Take as much time as you need to understand that person, you know. Especially in the first, like, say, six months or so phase of a relationship, that's all puppy love phase. We've been all been through it. It's been, it's such like, it's such a phase where you're so attracted to the person, you'll do everything, but you don't really see what they're really like until about, you know, a year in, two years in, all of that stuff. You don't really delve deep into that person and uh, see what their quirks are and understand who they are because you're going to have to love person that love that person for who they are. And why would you need to find that out after you're married? You should find that out before you're married. And um, I think that's where a lot of people just rush into things and, and don't, you know, and, and take lightly, you know, and um, being pushed with society. Oh, you have to get married. You should get married. And I say no. I say that's no to that. That's how you accomplish. That's how you're accomplished woman or man if you're married. Yeah. That's not true. Right. Right. No, exactly. So, yeah, to me, yeah, this is uh, a topic that I'm pretty passionate about because i've seen uh i've seen marriages that have not been you know not been very successful because it's been rushed in too early they, they got married too early without really understanding each other and then the, the relationship broke apart you know and that that's not that's not what i want to see i, I want to see like good relationships like you know building and all of that stuff so um is that all the questions that we had mm -hmm. Yeah, those were all the questions. Okay, all right. So the last part is we actually wanted to do a kind of a scenario, and we hope to hear more. Uh, we hope to uh, read more of these, or if someone has scenarios to read as well, or to for us to tell, we would be like really grateful to do that because mm -hmm. we think it's pretty, uh, pretty interesting. So um, I actually follow this person uh, called Doctor Nerd Love, and it's on uh, Kotaku, and I'm gonna put a link. Um, in the website for the website if you want to check out more of um, more of his stuff so basically dr nerdlove is basically an advice column where he, uh, he will tell advice on like on what to do and stuff like that and people submit um, a kind of letters and stuff like that so we kind of wanted to dissect one ourselves you think they're cool mm -hmm. yeah cool okay so do you want do you want to read or do you want me to read it no you can read it okay so the one that we picked um let me see. Is that the one? I think it's the name is like my girlfriend would not let me break up. Right. Or let me break up. Yes. Uh, um. So it's there's. Okay. Yes. So, so here, here's the um. Here's what this person what they wrote. So dear Doctor Nerdlove, I broke up with my girlfriend for the second time earlier this week, having been deeply unhappy for a long time. 
The first time that I broke up with her, she sobbed. She shouted. She literally got on her knees and begged me not to leave her. I felt so awful because I care for her so deeply and never wanted to hurt her. After hours and hours of conversation, I was eventually persuaded to give us one last chance. That sounds like a lot, a lot of relationships, right? Six months down the line, this la time last week, I was still deeply unhappy and we still had awful arguments. We could argue for an entire day about the way in which something was said. I was also in a constant state of worry because things that seemed so small to me, a mark on his shirt or a scuff mark on his shoe, would make her erupt spectacularly. And when I tried to fix things, she would scold me and say that I was not letting her feel things. I have tried for a long time to adapt my behavior to see if things got better, but they never did. And I think we truly shouldn't be together anymore as we both clearly have a lot of growing and learning to do. However, when I broke up with her last week, it was pretty much the exact same situation. She begged and pleaded and kept the conversation going for hours. I must sound so weak, but it's just so draining talking for that hours about how things just won't work out that eventually relented to her terms. That we can technically be broken up, but we can't tell anyone or see anybody else. To make matters worse, she doesn't have enough money to live on her own. We're still living in the apartment. She texts me all day and wants to spend time together in the evenings. She buys me flowers, which she never used to do, and won't listen when I ask her not to do things for me. I feel like I've been manipulated into being in what is essentially still a relationship. I want her to move out, but she has nowhere to go. I feel awful enough for breaking up with her, but I want to move out, move on with my life. What can I do? Thanks, weak and trapped. So, basically, what do you what do you think about this? Mm. Like the story, this like the story in regards to this person feeling trapped. Uh, you know, this per they broke up before, but she, you know she comes back crying. And, I mean, and everyone, everyone has done that before. Yeah. I've not, especially when you're in, like, neglecting that a relationship is not working, but you still want to be there. Yeah. So I feel that the guy is not even sure what he wants to do. And uh, the girl is not sure what she wants either. Yeah. Um, so I feel that they need to figure out whether or not they want to continue together. Uh, but I also understand that the girl has like some financial problems at the moment. So yeah. I feel that he wouldn't just like, um, give her his back right now in that situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, she can still stay there, you know help with a small things and you know maybe later when she's in a more comfortable situation she can pay back what if, what if they live in the same room well then someone sleeps uh, on the, the floor, floor and uh -huh. someone sleeps on the bed yeah you know yeah um because we we all sometimes have been in you know the very very bottom of you know things yeah and until you're there, you real you realize how important is someone giving you a hand. Yeah. When things are going bad. Right. Especially if you've never been there before. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think yeah. it's you know he should be understanding of that. However, that doesn't mean that she should take advantage of him. Right. You know, and things should be 
you know it's, it's not good to drain you know when you when you love someone things shouldn't be the you know like all like shouldn't be so much drama you know yeah you should be there for you know uh, things should be a little more clear you know maybe if they just have a time to think because that's the other thing when, when you're with someone 24 7 it's kind of hard to see the value that that person brings into your life yeah 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 well i mean to me when, when I, i'm reading this like i feel like this person wants to be out of the relationship and that's fine you know yeah, like that fine. that 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 you can feel like i, I want to be done with this relationship yeah, and fine, of and uh, you know like that's why I said it was so important because you know at the end it's, he's, uh, they say that they that this person doesn't have enough to lo- money to live on their own. But to be honest, is it really that person's does that person that wants to break up? Is it their uh, what do you call it their um, like are they responsible for that? Are they responsible for that other person to to find out where you know to have that other person where they're gonna live? If they're just gonna break up, you know what I mean, like that shouldn't so, be a responsibility. Right, exactly. So what I'm trying to say is that, but just let her know, stay there, you know. In the meantime, not for too long, but you know, you don't want just to kick her out. Well, I mean, like, I, I, okay, I'm not saying to kick her out, but how does she takes advantage again in regards to like crying? I want to come back to you. How does she does the same type of thing? How how is he able gonna move on then? Well, if something like that happens again, then you can, you know, tell her that she would have to leave the apartment. You know, she needs to understand the relationship is past. Yeah. But he is just like trying to help her out, you know. Yeah. I, I think, I think for me, well, I mean, like you go a step further and like maybe like uh, tell her friends or tell her family. Be like, hey, like I'm going to be breaking up with her. She doesn't have enough money to live on her own. I'm just letting you know, like, this is what's going to happen. And she might need to move, you know, back, you know, with her family or, or whatnot. Right. Because, you know, is, is it fair for that person to have to continue being responsible for this person if they don't, they don't, they, you know, they don't want to be anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And then for her, this is exactly why um, I said in, uh, in regards to my top three is that to be equal and independent she's not independent she's 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 still she's still relying on on him and you know like what when they break up then what happens she's she doesn't have anything so this is this is why you know that you need to be independent and need to like make sure that you're able to take care of yourself and it's okay for him to because he says right here thanks weak and trapped so he feels like he's trapped already and and to give him and for him to be to be better is he needs to just cut it off and say like no and I, i'm done you know and that's it and you just need you need to move on and um contact your parents you know contact your friends that say that you need a pl- another place to stay and then move on from there because if he's done already he's done you, you don't want him to be trapped still for me you know? for me i would give that person a chance to you know yeah i know it's it's hard for both of them, but I also think, you know, that person is going through something. Right. You know, I will give them one chance, you know, I'll set a time and say, hey, you need to find a place in two weeks. Okay. You know, yeah, set up fine, a yeah. time. Yeah. 
but you don't just want to hey you know live your stuff yeah okay so it's so kind of you know that's well okay so then oh uh, then how about, no i totally agree with that but Okay, then the scenario then would be what happens if... Oh, that's different then because no. you already warned the person and told her. Right, so the two so, weeks are up and she's like, oh, two more weeks. Then that's a problem. And then that's a problem. Then you'd be like, no, I give you exactly. two weeks, so that's it. But okay. I would give them an initial like right. time. Right, so just giving up that hard line. And, no, and I understand that too, and I think that's what I would do. I just hope that he's strong enough to, because right now he's kind of weak, right? He says he's weak, that he keeps taking her over and over again, taking her back. Because, you know, she's crying. She says, give me another chance. So and you have to be a strong person to be like, I'm giving you two weeks. That's it. Because otherwise, she's just going to keep doing it again. And he needs to weeks. make sure he knows that he he doesn't want to continue with the relationship. Because if he continues, like, being uh, wishy-wishy, yeah. you know, it's not going to be good. No, I, I I agree with you on that one. You yeah. know, even if she takes you flowers and uh, yeah, I don't good. know. Yeah, flowers is kind of an interesting one. Uh, I would probably want candy, but you know, <laughs> to each their own, I guess. So that was the last part of our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. It was kind of fun making it and kind of talking about love, relationships, and all of that because we know that Valentine's is just right around the corner. So if you want to visit our web- website, is every and anything that is squarespace.com yep so go there and visit us um, yeah we have a lot of more content coming in um you can see like guests. a lot more po- poetry more guests uh we we also have an instagram account which is every underscore anything um you can always send us a message there and we will be happy to respond to you Sounds great. So we hope you all have a great Valentine's. 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 Yeah. Valentine's. Bye.